Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This show is brought to you by K Jewelers. Listen up, NFL fans. K just dropped a collection of officially licensed NFL jewelry. Shop your favorite team in the True Fans Fine Jewelry Collection at k.com slash truefans. Gear up for the season and celebrate the love of the game with K. Wounded Warrior Project is working to foster the most successful generation of veterans in our nation's history. One of the ways they do that is through adaptive sports. Veterans are some of the most resilient people on the planet. It's not about what you can't do after experiencing injury or illness. It's about tapping into what you can do. Learn more about how Wounded Warrior Project's adaptive sports programs are changing lives at www.woundedwarriorproject.org sports. This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's about to go down. This is the Buffalo Nerd Sports Podcast. Where we talk history of the game numbers and stats. And each week we highlight a charity that's doing good. If you haven't subscribed yet, then you should. Because I'm this, 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 the, the real deal. And you know I gotta shout out the Buffalo Bills. Turn it up to the max. Sit back and relax. This is the Buffalo Nerd Sports Podcast. Let go. Hey, what is up, Bills Mafia? Welcome in to another episode of the Buffalo Nerd, your home for Buffalo Bills football with a charity on top. Brought to you by Minute Media and Fansided. Is this your first time here? Thanks for finding me. Appreciate it. Hope you enjoy your stay. If you're already part of the Nerd Mafia, thanks for coming back. Welcome home. Uh, this week, we're going to finish up with the free agency uh, primer part three. Uh, this one is kind of the guys that I think it's just time that we we look at different options and see what else we can do with the market, uh, you know, with just and possibly players in-house already. Um, but before we get into that, I want to start out by uh, giving a little shout out, you know, thoughts and prayers out to, because uh, I know we got Bill's Mafia over in the Ukraine uh, and they're dealing with an absolute moron um, making decisions um, affecting their lives right now. So thoughts and prayers go out to the uh, Bills Mafia as well as everybody else out there in the Ukraine who's dealing with this. Uh, you know, hopefully everybody's okay, safe. And, uh, you know, if not, you know, let's hope that uh, you can find what you're looking for and you need. And hopefully this all uh, comes to an end uh, without too much destruction, uh, you know, to that place. Um, so I feel bad for you guys uh, just thinking about you. and uh, want everybody else to, you know, take a moment, pause and think about what's taking place because of some just a person that isn't, isn't a good human being. But besides that, um, there was some news, you know, out of, uh, Bill's camp yesterday and today, a matter of fact, we're shooting this, it's Thursday, the 24th. <clears throat> so, um, you know, Bill's camp Saran Neal yesterday. I mean, we talked about it last week. He was one of the guys that was kind of on the fringe for me, um, but absolutely could see a reason why he would stick around just due to his age being drafted by the team how good he is at what he does and what he brings as a backup as other positions as well. So very happy to see this Ron Neal deal take place. I mean, that right there also kind of signifies me. A couple other guys probably are going to potentially be on their way out because he's taking that role as kind of the captain on special teams. 
So today also we got out of Bill's camp that, um, you know, we had 10 new co- 10 coaches that were promoted, new hires, all that kind of stuff. I'm not going to delve too deep into it. It's a lot of, you know, kind of assistant guys, back end guys, linebacker, coach, special teams, assistant, you know, just a lot of different moving parts, but um, some sharp minds in there, it sounds like. And, um, you know, like we had talked about a few shows back, it's, of course, it's great to be able to have this coaching tree inside that's building and building and building and building, you know, and when you've got them in the building with guys like Dorsey and Frazier, you know, you want to bring in many more bright minds as you can. Right. So very cool to see that take place. But before we get, uh, you know, too deep into all the football stuff, um, Every week on the show here, we do high, you know, like the highlighted charity. Uh, and again, we're going to make sure that we do that this week. Um, you know, and for me this week, uh, this one hits a little closer to home. Um, it's just, uh, I wanted to highlight, uh, an organization called cancercare.org. Um, you know, so uh, my mom passed away a couple years ago with a struggle with uterine cancer. Um, that wasn't eventually, you know, what took her life, but it, uh, you know, got her to a point where she couldn't come out of it after complications after surgery. And, you know, she ended up passing partially due to what it had done. Um, so uterine cancer, you know, is kind of just a, you know, one of those things that most people do end up making it through it, you know, so, but it's still the reason I wanted to highlight cancercare.org is because they've been, they've been around since I believe it's 1944. And basically they offer like free services for people to talk to, you know, if you need help, you know, getting, you know, financing to pay for things, you know, they do all these different things and they cover a gamut you know, of different, you know, types of cancer and other things like that. And they're just here to help and they're there to help. And uh, I came across this organization and it really hit home, you know, kind of for me with what I experienced and then just kind of, you know, most of the Bills Mafia comes from small communities, you know, where maybe you don't feel as comfortable speaking, you know, to the local people in your community, or maybe you don't feel like they know because they're not going through the same things, you know, that type of stuff. So there are organizations out there, no matter where you are, especially you know, this day and age where we've got the phones and we can, we can FaceTime and they can do everything virtual with you. So you can actually go on and find like a counselor, like a group of other people that are going through the same things that you are outside your local community, if that's something you need or desire. So I just want to take the opportunity, you know, to highlight this organization that has, you know, been doing this a long time. Uh, they've provided for a lot of different people in a lot of different ways. There's, there's research, there's groups. I mean, there's, there's all sorts of different information there. So if you head to cancercare.org, uh, you can find out everything about them. You can donate, you can find out local events, um, you know, all their social stuff's all there. So you can start following them in the future. I believe there's even a way to, you know, get involved where you can, you know, do more than just possibly donate, right? Maybe you, uh, you know, one of those folks that wants to be able to provide counseling or, you know, help people or be a group leader, you know, those types of things. So cancercare.org, make sure you guys head over there and check them out this week and, uh, you know, send that information over to somebody that you think might need it. You know, uh, you never know when, you know, you got friends, family, they're dealing with it. And as much as you want to be a help to be there for them to talk to, maybe uh, they just don't feel as comfortable. So this is an opportunity for you to provide them with something that could. So. Very cool. All right. So I got about six guys left. Um, you know, kind of, they've been, a couple guys have been knocked off because of movement in that Saran Neal, you know, we talked about him last week, but there's about six guys left that are, you know, were free agents that were on the team last season that, you know, it's to me, I could find potentially a reason to keep them around, but for me, more or less, I think it's time to move on, but I'm going to start with kind of just the guys that I a hundred percent think there's, it's just, which the first one I'll start out with is they'll probably find some way to keep him around because he always seems to find the way to stick around this organization. I'm not sure, but Bobby Hart, I think, you know, it's just, there's, I don't see any reason to try to keep him around. 
even if you end up losing Botker and Bates and, and, you know, and you end up losing these other pieces to the puzzle that we're hoping we're going to potentially keep, um, you know, to me, he, it's still not worth keeping around. I'd rather draft somebody or find somebody else. There's going to be a lot of people available. You know, there's going to be guys that me, we maybe wanted to draft last year that we didn't get an opportunity to or two years ago that we can now bring in. I mean, this organization has been pretty good about finding these guys. So I'm thinking, thinking this might be the last straw finally. Um, but we're not going to get quoted on that one because this guy does stick around and there could be reasons why his, understanding of the system and his cheapness may end up coming into play at one point or another. You never know. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more kind of next week. Uh, the next one for me is Addison. Um, I liked what he kind of brought when the, the idea when he first was brought in of what it was going to look like, how it could work, you know, all those different ways. And, and, and he, and he produced, I mean, he didn't produce at the levels we were looking for, but when you're in a rotation and you're not constantly given the opportunity, it's harder to produce the kind of stuff that would make people be like, yeah, we need to keep this guy. I mean, look what he's doing. If you're not disrupting on that little bit, which he started to kind of pick that up at the end, but we're going to be talking like, I mean, 34 years old. I mean, you're, it's a low dollar value. I mean, he's going to have to be willing to play, I would say for, you know, very little money if he's going to stick around in Buffalo, which he may. And that's, that's why some of these guys too, are you know, their potential, you, you see with Neil and some of these other things that this team does like the continuity aspect of things, you know, Ron Neil came out and said it himself, you know, in his interview that continuity is important to this organization. They believe that's how you win and you build a winning culture. So pieces that have been around for a couple of years, if you can keep them at, you know, low dollar amounts, then. Wounded Warrior Project is working to foster the most successful generation of veterans in our nation's history. One of the ways they do that is through adaptive sports. Veterans are some of the most resilient people on the planet. It's not about what you can't do after experiencing injury or illness. It's about tapping into what you can do. Learn more about how Wounded Warrior Project's adaptive sports programs are changing lives at www.woundedwarriorproject.org sports. This show is brought to you by K Jewelers. Listen up, NFL fans. K just dropped a collection of officially licensed NFL jewelry. Shop your favorite team in the True Fans Fine Jewelry Collection at k.com slash truefans. Gear up for the season and celebrate the love of the game with K. Yeah. But for me, uh, thank you for your service and what you did for the organization and, you know, kind of help pushing us towards, you know, a championship caliber team. But I think, I think there's better money to be spent, um, you know, maybe at youth or, you know, he's 34, even if we pick up somebody that's 28, 27 years old, you know, that can kind of fill that role and give us a couple more years, like how, how we just asked him to kind of do that. There, there has to be pieces like that in the NFL, when you've got a superstar quarterback that you're paying big money for, there's, there's going to have to be a churn of uh, some guys at lower level money. Um, and I think he's one of those guys that it's probably time to move. The other one as well as Butler. Um, you know, I just, he, he can't really seem to ever pop when he's on the field. Um, you know, so to me, that's a, that's a big struggle and you don't really necessarily want to keep that around when, you know, you could potentially just draft a guy, uh, you know, you could potentially just pick somebody else up here real soon, you know, March, because all this is leading up until March 16th when we actually find out if we're going to be players or what it's going to look like for us. Um, but for me, Butler doesn't, he didn't do enough. Uh, now, if, if we restructure some other things around of what I'm hoping will take place with, you know, guys like Star and, 
some pieces like that, that there's, there's reasons that he could stick around just because of price points and things of that nature. But for me, I'm the, the Butler experience. I think I'm done with it. I'd rather just kind of move on and see somebody else in action, you know, at that position in a, in what's become a very rotational role, right? I mean, it's not like we're, we're looking for that every down guy there. So it's got to be a guy that when you get an opportunity, you come out and pop. And I just, I don't feel that I see that from Butler enough to be like, yeah, let's keep him around. These guys will go quick here at the back end. Cause I, I just, there's only a couple of them that I I've can find real reasons that I would say, yeah, let's do it. Um, but the next one up is Obata. I mean, I think there's there like all these other guys, there's a piece to the puzzle where he could fit. Right. And it could be just purely money and what we need to do. But uh, again, just, I, I love it. I love the idea of it. I mean, he, he looks like he should be that part. Um, but again, I just, for, for what we're doing and we're talking about restructuring, you know, a little bit at the bottom half, a championship quality football team. Uh, I, I think you, you, you've got to go out and look right. Like, could, could it be worse? Could they absolutely do worse than what he does? Sure. But for that, again, really rotational piece, is it not worth just going out and trying somebody else? You know, that, that, that to me is kind of where I would be in this situation with him. It's never going to be like, he's never going to be big money, right? So he's always going to be a possibility to say, Hey, we didn't get this guy. We didn't get this guy. Let's, let's bring him back in. Let's work with him for another year. You know, he knows what we're doing and, and he was, he's flashed at times, you know, but the consistency, I think was a, a thing, you know, I mean, it was a thing for this whole uh, defensive line because of the rotation, as much as you like to have fresh guys, I think it, it disrupts some guys as well, um, where they like to just get going and get grooving and get working and you, you lose that opportunity in this setup. So for me, he's kind of the other one. The last two guys that for me at this point is one of them's Sanders, you know, um, he's, he's kind of already suggested that he's probably going to be done, you know, so maybe he's not even, you know, necessarily that somebody that's even on the radar. Um, but for me, I would, if he was like, Hey, let's, let's do one more. I would probably say, yeah, let's do it. Um, but that also depends on, you know, that price point again, it's going to have to be cheap because he's, he's now going to be there more for depth and working with all of my young guys too. I mean, when you can have Gabriel Davis and these other guys working with Diggs and Sanders, I mean, they're, they're just, he's a veteran. He's done it for a very long time. There's, there's nothing bad that can come of that in my opinion, right? Like I, I don't think that you should be shying away from that possibility. If he's like, yeah, I'll do one more. And we're like, okay, we got like a million and a half and we're probably going to not use you as much. Like if he's down for that, then you say, yeah, let's do that. You know, but for me, again, this is, is there going to be another veteran wide receiver available in the market that could be cheap? And's got a little more gas in the tank. I mean, that that's going to be an option, right? I mean, the, we've seen that the wide receiver market is always, it's always got pieces that are available. Um, so we're going to have somebody that we can go out there and make an attempt at grabbing and probably have to not pay them very much money as well, you know, as we're working through what we have. And a lot of that's going to depend on a little bit of what we'll talk about next week is like, what what happens with Cole Beasley here? He's He's got a very low dead cap number for how much he's getting paid there's a lot of wiggle room there. And that could be one of those guys where you say, Hey, we're going to not 
keep him around. We're going to go get two veteran guys, bring in one more rookie, and then we're going to try to keep a manual. And then you've built this very nice depth room. You know, you get a couple guys that are 24, 25 years old, 26, 27, haven't really stuck around at their places. You know, those kind of role players, Aaron Rodgers always finds ways to win with these type of guys. Like those should be the kind of guys that maybe we're attacking more in this off season. If we decide to move around, but for me, Sanders, it's pro- it's probably going to be his decision uh, more or less, but I, I don't really see necessarily the need to go out and do it. Um, I, I think we, we could find somebody else similar or just go the complete opposite route and say we have Stefan Diggs who is capable of being a leader and we let him be that leader and you know you keep bringing in youth underneath him and let him show them how to be you know just uh, NFL wide receivers to the best of their abilities so now this last guy I saved him for last because he he's obviously the guy that I would say you know means the most to the franchise and it's Jerry Hughes you know his he's he's up there in age he's coming off a you know, a season where his hurry rate was very, very good, um, you know, but it's, it's really for me, like if he wants to be back, it it's going to be a hundred percent about the number, right? Like to me, if Jerry Hughes is cool with like, I think sport track has him at, what is it? It's like around 3 million and sign like a two-year deal with him. You know, that puts him at like 36 at the end of the deal. That's probably a second year option. Um, but that, that he's going to have to be in a, a pretty low number, you know, and I don't know if, if that's, if Jerry's going to want to do that, he may, because he may believe that we're close, but I think to me, you saw us sign the extension with him already once, right? We extended him to keep it going because, you know, you still got a lot of youth on that line. And if he, if he's willing to do 3 million or so, then I would say you keep him around. But at this point too, I, I feel like this team is it's missing, you know, something, right? And and that's the disruptor, the guy making the play. Now Jerry's his hurry rate was great, but the sacks weren't there, right? It's not always finishing, and it's not also it's not also being necessarily disruptive enough to cause sacks for the rest of the defense. I mean, you see that with Aaron Donald a lot of time, right? It's, he's 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 disruptive, and his hurry rates are high, but the guys around him are getting sacks as well. Uh, because of how disruptive he is. And, and I, you know, Jerry, he had moments of that this season and I would not be opposed, you know, at, at that low number of letting him run it back again, because he obviously still showed there's enough, but to me, you, we're at that point, right? Right. It's like, where do we keep rolling out the same thing or do we say, no, we're, we're thank you for everything. I mean, he's been a crucial piece of everything that we've done here. And realistically compared to guys like, Kyle Williams, who got one shake in the playoffs after everything they did, he's had he's had opportunities in the playoffs. He's he's been in the cha- AFC champion. I mean, he's been, you know, on the grand scheme of guys that have been part of the Bills and the culture and sticking around, he has been the guy that has had the most success. Right. So, I it's for me, it's it's just I want the disruptive piece somewhere on the defense, and it's got to be the end. It's got to be the linebacker position, which we're a little more tied up in this season compared to what we could do at the end. So I feel like it might be time to just go out and get somebody again. We drafted two young kids last year. I mean, it's it's just there's probably a 27, 28 year old defensive end out there that is hungry, that hasn't had a great opportunity yet that would come in and absolutely kill it in this defense. And I think that's where we should go now. Now, he uses, he's a staple, right? So if they can't get 
some other top line guy or they don't have somebody in the draft that they're really got their eyes on like, yeah, that's that we're going to be okay. Then, you know, you, you go after Jerry and you say, Hey, it's 3 million, but I also feel like he might be able to go to a, like a contender type of team and get like a one-year deal at around that number or a two-year and maybe a four or $5 million deal for a one-year deal, right? Or a team that's just like, we just want some consistency at the position. We've got a lot of good guys around. We're built for like one run here. Right. I think that that Jerry could have that opportunity as well. Um, so for me, it's just it's time to move on. And if he sticks, he sticks. I'm not going to be disappointed. Right. If he's still around, it's not the end of the world. Um, I, I'm just I kind of I'm ready for more, I think is mostly what it is. And I, I think that's kind of how it's been with a lot of these guys on the, you know, kind of last 16, you know, it was 14 guys kind of after the top four that I wanted to go after is there's reasons and you can make sense. Brandon Bean is very good at what he does and you can see him do it, moving money and all that every year. So he might just have to hang on to some of these guys for one more year, even though it's time to go out and try to do something different just for what they like to do. So those are kind of the guys for me at the end of the road. Uh, it's it's probably just time to move on and it's try something a little bit different and see if we can shake some shake, shake some things up and create you know some more competition, hungry competition between some youth you know at the position. But that's all you know. Like like I said, any one of these guys from top to bottom could be on the team, not on the team. I mean, it's all going to be about the money and what else we can do and who's willing to rework deals. Right. So it's all leading up to March 16th when the free agency period works, I guess actually call it March 14th, right. Is when they can start chatting, but they can't make any deals, but that's when you hear about all the deals being made or whatever. So we're shooting for March 14th. So kind of we're going to be coming up on the combine and we'll start seeing a lot about who the bill should be targeting there, this, that, and the other, you know, we'll kind of follow on, but moving into next week, kind of want to jump into a little bit about some guys on the team that it, you know, we're going to have to have some hard talks with them about, hey, we might need to move some money around. Are you willing to do that? Uh, it's time to restructure some things to keep you here because that's just what we got to do to be successful. And, you know, that's what championship quality teams do. You saw it every year in New England. You saw it in New Orleans. Anytime there's a big quarterback number, you got to have everybody else working along. And it, it means a lot of time if they don't want to work, then we might have to have you go. But we'll get into that next week as we start to prime up for heading into the draft and free agency and all that kind of stuff. And we'll see how much money we can get because right now the number's close. So like we brought up at the top, make sure you guys head over to cancercare.org. Again, that's cancercare.org and check out what they're up to. Make sure you uh, you know send that information along to somebody. If you know somebody that might need it, uh, you know, is looking for some help, might need some financial support, that kind of thing. These folks could probably help them out. Also, for everything during the offseason here, make sure you guys are heading over to buffalolowdown.com to check out everything the guys are up to over there. You can also you know, connect with the podcast over there as well. Um, make sure that you guys are following and liking and subscribing and doing all of the nice things to make sure that the, the show gets higher and higher on the rankings and uh, we get more people listening to what we're doing and spreading the uh, word about all the charities that we're highlighting each and every week. And hopefully enjoying themselves as well. And uh, of course, uh, you guys can find everything I'm up to over at buffalonerd.com. And we'll catch up with you guys next week and go Bills. You just listen to the Buffalo Nerd Sports Podcast. Make sure you leave a review and subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll see you next time. Leg out.
I'm Joni from Columbus, Ohio, and I recommend 3C Body Shop. Nobody wants to go back twice in one year for accident repairs. But after my first experience with 3C, it made perfect sense for me. 3C worked with my insurance and everything was handled perfectly. I'd recommend 3C to my friends, my family, and anyone that has been in an accident. 3C Body Shop, the finest in collision repair. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.